Welcome to The Politocrat. It is Tuesday, March the 24th, 2020. I'm Omar Moore, and thank you very much for listening. As we go through another day of worry, anxiety, concern about what will happen next, I think that it is fair to say that we all have varying levels of fear and concern, I think, certainly if not necessarily directly for yourself in some cases, certainly for family members, parents, grandparents, friends, this is certainly something that we all are, in one way or another, facing, experiencing, some more seriously than others. And so in these times, where do you go for information, for support, for solidification? Where do you go? There is a lot of information that is flying around at us on television, certainly on social media, and of course from government entities in your state, in your city. And, of course, in the federal government. Now, that latter entity has been abysmal. Here in the United States, they have been abysmal. So, my question is to you is, where are you going to get your information Which sources are you going to in this pandemic to get some clarity on what is going on? I have often said here that there are some good sources of information that you should go to. And I've made some recommendations about listening to people in state and local government here in the U.S. If you are in the U.S., what you need to be doing, and I still urge people to do this if they can, is to make sure that they listen to any kinds of local or state briefings. These these governor briefings are very important. Because it is clear that Donald Trump is not a leader, number one. I think that's been clear for a long time for many people. And number two, it is also very clear, and there has been for a long time, that he is not only lying, which is horrible enough, but he is confusing people. And lies are one thing, and the kinds of lies that he tells 
are easily identifiable if you are aware of what is going on. But it is the confusion and the mixed messaging that he throws out there that is entirely, entirely objectionable as well. Just as objectionable as the lies, actually, if not more so. So I'm going to say what I have said recently, if I haven't been clear myself, (laughs) is to stop watching these press conferences that he gives every day. They are but a showcase for himself and himself alone. There is nothing that comes out of those press conferences that is of any clarity or, quite frankly, any benefit to people here in the United States. And I think that this is being done deliberately. It is being done to get people not to trust the federal government as it is. It's part of, I think, this plan of Trump's to destabilize the administrative state. He has done that, obviously. And Steve Bannon, of course, the racist in chief, next to this racist in chief, Donald Trump, has made it very clear in the past that that is what Trump and Bannon himself are trying to do, and they're doing it. They are doing it. So I would say turn off your television when it comes to these briefings from the White House. What you're what you're starting to see, and I haven't watched them at all since the weekend, but what, what I saw on Twitter with a tweet that came through is that he's now surrounding himself on that podium with the Attorney General. The Attorney General should not be anywhere near that podium. The only people who should be at that podium, quite frankly, are people from the medical profession. People who are scientists, people who've had a history of studying viruses like Dr. Fauci, Dr. Tony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci was nowhere to be seen on that podium from what I've seen of the pictures of the briefing. I did not watch the briefing. So more than ever, we need medical experts and scientists other scientists to be involved, to be running these briefings from the top, because that's what this is now. This is a pandemic. This is something that is a health situation, not a political stunt or a political rally, which is what Donald Trump treats it as. And that's exactly why he keeps coming out every day with these useless press conferences that are all about him. It's all campaign rally for him. So I would advise you to avoid these press conferences. And I really would hope the media would stop covering them, but the corporate news media is not going to because they've got ad revenue. And they know that people who advertise before and after those press conferences will be able to pay them handsomely. So I would say to... Those of you who watch these networks, and I know C-SPAN does this too, please avoid these briefings. I think what is more important is to be paying attention to 
what your governor is saying, because ultimately it's going to be your governor once, of course, Donald Trump decides, if he ever does, to enact, to officially activate the Defense Production Act. Once he officially decides, if he ever does, that will be the difference. And it will help governors. And you need to listen to your governor right now and your mayor as well. I think what you need to do at this moment is listen to your state government agencies. I think that's one very important place to go to. And you can find them by searching them online. And if you know someone who doesn't have a computer or internet, and hopefully has a phone, please call them and contact them and brief them briefly on what's going on. Just some of the things. But more importantly than that, you need to give support to people that you know. And that means calling them. That means emailing them. That means preferably talking to them on the phone or FaceTiming them if you've got that kind of technology. I think those things are very important at this point, at this moment. We need to take care of each other. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to take care of our families. We need to be able to fortify each other in moments like these. And leadership is not doing that on a national level here in the United States. So you have to make sure that you listen to medical experts in your state, in your city. And certainly, yes, as I think I've alluded to, if you're going to ever watch these press conferences, mute them when Donald Trump or anyone else who is not a medical doctor or a scientist is speaking. And then turn on the mute, turn off the mute button, unmute when you see someone who is a doctor up there talking. Because right now this needs to be, these press conferences need to be orchestrated and run by medical doctors and scientists. That is exactly what should be going on. And in fact, Boris Johnson in the UK is doing that. Boris Johnson makes a couple of statements and then he has a team to or a, a doctor to his left and to his right, typically. Or certainly there is a, the chief medical officer to one of one of his you know left or right, and then there's someone else on the other side of him, flanking him. And they're the ones that give the bulk of the press conference, provide the bulk of the information, and that's what should be happening here. But of course, it's not. So. Make sure that you rely on state and local officials who are closer to things. Only yesterday, Boris Johnson, by the way, issued uh, what is tantamount to a lockdown. And I think that that's important. Um, he finally did do that. And, and he should have done this two weeks ago. And yes, there have been mixed messages. I can acknowledge that they have been. There have been mixed messages from... Local governments as well, to a degree. State government as well here in the U U.S. And you see that with the shelter in place or shelter at home. But except for this. And then you find out that that 
except for is quite large, quite frankly. So it's very important now um, to make sure that the guidelines are clear in your mind. And I actually have been on Twitter asking the question, are you clear about guidelines? Are you more clear? Are you more confused, less confused? Or are you clear in general about the guidelines and the information coming from your local and state government? Are you clearer? Meaning, are, are you, well, are you more confused, less confused, or are you clear in general? And you have been responding on this Tuesday, March the 24th, and I thank you for doing that. So, it is good to hear that, so far at least, people are clear in general about the guidelines that they are getting from local, state, or national government. And that applies anywhere. That poll that I've put out on Twitter, at the popcorn r-e-e-l that's at the popcorn reel that's my uh, personal twitter handle the question is addressed to every country actually Uh, it's not just here for the u.s but it's for anywhere so it is really good to hear that people are saying that they are clear in general about the guidelines because that's very important because there has been some confusion here and there And in this social media world that we live in, um, we do have an obvious tendency to amplify the confusion when it happens. I've already seen it with people in the UK government, for example. And Michael Gove is a member of Boris Johnson's cabinet. And he had said something that was unclear during a morning talk program in the UK. And then he had to adjust, walk back, and change his position and say, look, I'm sorry, this is what you need to do. Now, it's very important that people get their information clear and correct. And watching Fox News is not a place where you want to go. Because that is not information that you're going to need. I know people watch Fox, but it's not the place that you need to go to. The Politocrat is brought to you by the great people at Anchor. Anchor is such a great place to go if you want to get started in podcasting. And it's easy and it's free. Anchor. Marvelous stuff. Marvelous. And I'm so grateful to the folks at Anchor for getting me going with The Politocrat. If you want to get going and be heard on Apple, on Spotify, and everywhere podcasts can be, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to The Politocrat. There are, of course, a number of things that are going on. One of the things that I'm noticing um, is, of course, an increase in 
I shouldn't say of course, but I know that this happens. And I think the leadership must do something about this. The increase in attacks on race on on Asian people. This is something that is happening more and more and it needs to stop. It must stop now. It must end now. And leaders all around the United States have to come out and make it very clear. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, who I think now needs to do what Boris Johnson has done, and essentially he has done it, but he needs to be very clear. I, I think that he Boris Johnson now has become, at least in this part of the world, um, the person who finally has come closest to what Italy has done, which is a national lockdown. And Boris Johnson has essentially done that, with some exceptions. And I think that that's what we need, not only here in California, but across the country, to the extent that it can be done, all of the states. And they need to do this, and they are doing this more and more. But I mean, to the point in which people can't go out unless it's absolutely necessary and that there will be some kind of enforcement. And I am not a big fan of martial law. I'm not a fan of the National Guard in cases where it is coming in to do militaristic types of things, although the National Guard isn't uh, deployed for that reason. They're supposed to be there um, as preservers and protectors, not as people who are acting such as the police do. And obviously, when you talk about calling for these things, people have to realize that, of course, there are things in this world that are not equal. And there is a lot of discrimination and so much inequity and institutionalized racism is pervasive. And so calling for a lockdown and a National Guard presence isn't my favorite thing. And having police running around in what is already a police state, as far as I am concerned, is not, you know, d desirable for people who look like I do. It's not. So it's one of those things that I, I almost cringe at. I do cringe at it. And the only reason why I advocate now to have some degree of National Guard presence, not just only in, in, in terms of uh, delivering food to the needy, and I think that's very important. I also think it's necessary to keep people who are disregarding social distancing in their homes. And of course, that comes with a certain level of um, privilege statement too. Because if you have a home, if you have a roof over your head, you can call for these things. But if you don't, who wants to see the National Guard? Who wants to see the police moving you when you don't have a home to go to? How do the homeless fare in these times? I think it is a good time to think about things like this. But there must be a very clear message to end these attacks on Asian people, be they Chinese or any other group or anybody. There have been stories about 
white racists deliberately going into Jewish neighborhoods and into black neighborhoods and into other neighborhoods and deliberately, particularly in Jewish neighborhoods, deliberately spreading this virus. How are they doing it? This is according to the FBI. They are, they are using sprays and they are doing things of that nature. And if they have the virus themselves, they are doing really evil things. I don't even want to go too much further than that. That information should be put out there widely, but it is on certainly on the on the on online. And the FBI, this is according to the FBI, this is not me saying this stuff. I only give information out that is 100% accurate and sourced. And there have been various publications, including ABC News, that have reported this information. And they reported it um, over the weekend. And you've got racists flying out of the woodwork. You know, only just yesterday, Trump was saying, well, we can't have Asian people be the scapegoats and, you know, Asian people aren't the cause of this, Chinese people aren't the cause of this. He said that on a, in, on a tweet and he said that, apparently he said that, I didn't watch it, but I had found out that he said this during his campaign rally of a press conference and you know this is it's good that he said that but it's a bit too late quite frankly because for the better part of the whole last week or two and especially up until Saturday right up to Saturday he was saying in these press conferences these campaign rallies and he was echoing that you know that word it's their virus. I'm not even going to repeat the words. It's their virus. And that is not something that appeals to calm. It doesn't appeal to anything but fear and racism and racist attacks, violent attacks, which is what has been happening here in California and across the country. And I think that leaders have to be even more emphatic. I know Gavin Newsom was a few days ago, but he needs to, as do the rest of the country's leaders, governors, and mayors, need to be emphatic about this. I think that celebrities need to enforce this too. And I know, I know that some are talking about the need to stay inside, yes. Um, and of course, staying indoors presents its own challenges because if you've got someone who is constantly... Um, trying to stay away from domestic abusers and they are survivors of domestic violence. How do you tell them to stay at home when their spouse is constantly attacking them physically? I think that's what happens when we live in a privileged bubble or we live in a privileged place or we live in a part of the country or the world that seems somewhat sheltered or at least isolated away from some of these harsh, harsh and harsher realities. 
But I think every leader now in state, local governments must be very clear about ending these violent attacks against Asians, ending this hatred. This is not what should be going on. And it's got to be met with severe penalties, severe penalties. We can't have this. And that's another reason why I say that we should really keep the streets clear. I mean, I really do. I mean, people are continuing to walk around. And I just think that because we're so privileged in the United States that we have no idea how serious this virus is until it really hits. And it is really hitting. There's been reports on Sky News of the virus now, may, you know, that now 85% of the cases across the entire globe, 85% of the new cases are coming up in Europe and in the United States of America. Now, I used a number, but I didn't go into any detail. It just gives a really stark picture. 85% of the cases now are showing up in Europe and the United States of America. And I think that it's downright irresponsible for Trump to be talking about, well, we should, I'm going to look at opening up businesses again. No, 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 no. That's not going to work. That is not going to work. And I think he knows that. Or maybe he doesn't. Maybe he is that idiotic. And I know he's idiotic. I know he's stupid in that way. Now, again, this is clearly somebody who is putting lives at risk. He's already done that in Puerto Rico. He's already done that on the southern border. It's very, very clear that he's doing this. And nobody seemed to care so much about Puerto Rico. There are people who obviously did. But not many, it seems. Not enough. There was people who cared about the caging of kids on the border in concentration camps along the southern border. People cared about that. There were a few, but not everybody, not many. You know, I guess they were brown kids, so that was not on the priority list for some. <coughs> But I can tell you that people care now about how things are going with this pandemic. People care now. And it's sad that it has had to come to this. But this is the reality, I think, in America, is that en masse, of course, there's always great deals of exceptions because there are people who did care about those previous two issues. But en masse, people don't care until it actually hits them. And I think that's a very human thing. I think it's a sad thing. But that's the truth of the human condition. And now people are opening their eyes, realizing that this guy is not the person that you can afford to have leading you. And they will put that right in November, I guarantee you. And there will be elections in November. I'm very confident. And they will put this right and get this clown out of office. So I encourage you to keep that in mind. That we have to make a stand against racism. 
and any other kind of ism, but certainly first and foremost, racism, because Asians now are being attacked. Attacked. And that needs to stop. That needs to stop immediately. And there needs to be stiff penalties. We need to get people off the streets who are wandering around out there for no good reason in groups of three, four, five. Why? You should not be out clustered around. And also, I'd reduce the access to grocery stores. I'd make it 10 people at a time and give them a 20-minute time limit. Have people wait for half an hour or less. I mean, that's not going to be practical for a lot of practicable or practical in a lot of situations. But the onus now is to reduce the spread of this virus. It is coming and it's coming quickly. And I think that government leaders have to be a little bit stronger here. And I think that this is one of those situations where um, I am comfortable with the National Guard. I am in that because because this this is going to kill lots of people if we do not start to act. And that's the way I look at this. I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. I think one of the reasons why people are walking around is not just the invincibility factor of the young, because there are older people out there too. And they're doing so because they need to get groceries, I think, some of them. But the reason why I think there's all these clusters is because there have been some confusing guidelines, as I've pointed out. But I also think that there's a lot of privilege and your people are buried in their cell phones and their social media accounts. And they seem to be inoculated from the real world around them. But the good news is that most people are paying attention. There's just this loud 20% who are not. So it's important now more than ever before to be aware and take care not to get too close to others. And I think you invest closeness in your communication to your loved ones over the phone, over a video service, streaming service. One of the things that I think is also important at this time is to write down a list of things. And I don't mean type them out. If you've got some sheets of paper in your home and a pen, write out a list of things. And I think it would be helpful that you do that on a piece of paper, even more so than on a computer. But if you've got a computer, I guess you use it. But writing now is really important. It really helps the mind. It helps the mind unclutter. It helps the mind generate things. And I would write down a list of the things that you are worried about.
And of those things that you are worried about, write down whether there is a solution for any of those things. So let's say you have five things that you are worried about right now in the wake of this pandemic and that you may well have been worried about before this pandemic. I would write those five things down and next to each of them in one or two words, you know, or just one word, yes or no. Do you have a solution? Can you find a solution? Do you have a remedy or solution for that thing you are worried about? And then write down whether you do, yes, or whether you don't, know. So it would be yes or no. Then after that, I would then think about and then write down what solution is possible. Or what alternative plan is possible. People have their children in different areas. Let's say if you're dealing with a custody situation. And this came up in the UK. What happens during these guidelines? These things need to be talked about more. In fact, the media needs to spend more time talking about them rather than about this virus non-stop, non-stop, non-stop and throwing numbers at you. There needs to be more conversation around these situations where it's involving children, whether it's involving the homeless, whether it's dealing with people in detention centers who have been detained. The governor here in California, Gavin Newsom, has not released detainees in these detention centers and he should be doing that. There have been protests that haven't been covered in the corporate news media. Surprise, surprise. But they are being covered on democracy now. So there are things that need to be talked about more in the corporate news media. But these are the things I recommend. I recommend that you write down the five things that you are most worried about. Then write down whether or not you have a solution for any of those five then write down, if you in the case of if you do, then write down what that solution is. It doesn't have to be a long dissertation. Just write down those things, you know, in that order. And then what kind of solution is it that you have or that you don't have one, depending on how you've answered those five things. Then I would look at that list And then start to think more about what the approach will be. I think that that will help, I think, unclutter your mind. The worst thing to do is to have all these thoughts swimming in your head, racing around in your head. It really will be very helpful to you if you are able 
to write them down on a piece of paper so that you have taken those thoughts from your head to the page. And I think that that will be helpful. It is at least a launching pad. It is at least a starting point. And I think that it will be of some help to help organize your thoughts and your thinking and your feelings. And that's the other part of what I'm about to say. I insist that people now, even if they don't do it, even if they have scoffed at it, is to write in a diary. I know that it's all well and good to go on social media and make videos. Heck, I've done it myself. But I do think it's important to write. W-R-I-T-E. It is important more than ever to write. Even if it's yourself writing, well, I don't know what to do. Or I can't think of anything. Well, write that down on a piece of paper that you can't think of anything. Write down that you don't know what to do. Write down that you are afraid. Write down that you are confused. Write down that you are optimistic. Write down that you are hopeful. Write down that you are concerned. Whatever that feeling is, write it down. Seriously. I, I People might laugh at this, but I think you should do this. And then look back at that piece of paper, maybe an hour later. Or even half an hour later. And then build on that. I think this is a healthy approach. Then I recommend you telling your friends, your loved ones, your family members, your spouse, your partner, that you are feeling confused. I'm sure you'll probably tell them that first, perhaps, before you write it down. But I do think that even if you, no matter what your circumstances are, um, if you can do that, of course, if you've got access to paper and pen and have a roof over your head, is to start writing down things. Write down what makes you happy. Write down what makes you sad. Write down what it is that makes you fearful. And write down what it is that makes you hopeful. This is a way to stimulate thought, stimulate creativity potentially if you can do that. I think that some of the celebrities have done some really good things, actually. Uh, playing music is a very good thing. I think that's a great thing. Um, Madonna's song um, about fish, fried fish, she kind of subverted her own lyrics to, to, to the song Vogue. Funny stuff. But I, you know, I made a mistake of retweeting a video of her in a bathtub. That becomes a bit more self-indulgent and I shouldn't have done that because that's a self-indulgent thing, I think. But, you know, this rich, privileged celebrity in a bath. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. You know, that's the thing, right? It gets a little bit 
out of control, over the top. But people have a prerogative and they can certainly do that if they choose. But I think that these things about write, these writing exercises are good. Good things for the mind. Obviously, talk to your relatives and find out how they're doing. Check in with your partner, you know, especially. And if you're in a situation like Amy Klobuchar, one of many, you know, her husband has come down with this coronavirus. My goodness. You know, this is happening. This has replicated itself all over the world. And in some cases in really, really dire consequences. Um, It's difficult in those situations. You know, reach out to people, though, in situations like that, please reach out to people. Social media may be a good place to do that, to get some support. But I recommend immediate circle of people, family, relatives, friends, you know, those are the first and foremost people. Social media. Yeah, you you will get some support there. But, you know, social media can be a very, very um, well. I think you know what social media can be. It has its good, really positive aspects, and then it has its not-so-good, not-so-positive aspects. I would recommend those things. I would recommend books to read, um, that you read books, hopefully ones that engage you. And those books may not all be positive and life-affirming. There may be books that talk about history, dwell on some of the serious things that we need to learn from history. And it's important to, to dwell on them, quite frankly, and learn how people in previous instances of real serious adversity, like World War II, for example, like the Spanish flu in 1918, which, of course, this, you know, I was talking about this, that pandemic, I should say, speaking of not mentioning countries' names, because actually it originated here in the, the North America. But that the flu from 1918, how did people handle that? That is, I think, a source of, a, of our research to look at. How did people now, lots of people lost their lives, obviously. But how did leadership and how did people act in those situations? Is the terrain that different from 100 years ago? In terms of how human beings respond? Maybe, maybe not. Is the world different? Maybe, maybe not. I'd say it is. But history is instructive. And we need to start learning from it. Books, music, Netflix, breathing exercises, hot drinks and hot foods. Definitely things that you should be looking into. So I want to say thank you again for listening. I'm Omar Moore. This is The Politocrat.